1: Stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Primetime with Isaac and Sue.
0: What they on? All steroids and no carbs? This
3: is a big ass kid.
1: This is Primetime.
3: We're not like you. We're growing
1: up, up, up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh! My goodness! Here are Isaac Rop and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080.
2: The Fan.
1: All right! Welcome back. Shut
0: up. Well, not shut up. It's Isaac and Souk. Sorry, Chip. What's going on? That wasn't Chip. That's Jim Calhoun. (laughs) Remember that? I do remember Calhoun. That was
3: when the guy was talking to him about uh, asking him why Calhoun made so much money. Not a dime.
1: Not Not a a dime back. back. Shut up. (laughs) Can you guys shut up? Oh,
3: the good old days.
1: Hey, will you shut up?
3: Shut up. Chip gave uh, eight and a half million back.
0: Yeah. He's like, I don't want
3: that. Go he didn't Ohio. care. I'm going to I'm going to Ohio
0: State. Um, all right. So uh, I was asking the question before we get to the big night at the Moda Center tonight. Mm-hmm. And we try to figure out who the hell's playing for the Blazers.
3: Yeah, it's always up in the
0: air. Um, I'm guessing
3: some Rip City remix faces tonight.
0: What if the Super Bowl went pay-per-view? Yeah. Blazers. Uh, this was written about last week. And... Um, Roger Goodell had to shoot it down. Somebody asked him about it, and Goodell was like, Oh, no, we're uh, very happy with uh, our never, broadcast partners. We love CBS, and this is wonderful. And uh, why would we change a thing? <laughs> well, of course, he has to say that. But uh, yes. why they would change a thing is that the cable people are cutting the cord, cable mm-hmm. is going away. And not only that, but they like money. Yeah. Last I checked.
3: The question is can you get more money in pay per view or? I mean, I, I that's it's a it's a bold risk, and how much do you charge for it? And
0: well, that's the those are all the million dollar questions. I, I mean, or perhaps billion dollar questions.
3: I mean, I'll put it out there. I mean, we had one guy on the Vancouver Four text line that says, "Dude, if that happens. I'm not paying a dime unless my team's in it." And I think there's a lot of people that if you put that, I mean, obviously, so many people go to Super Bowl parties and so you chip in for that, but the Super Bowl gets 120 million people, not because it's a, it's a football game because it's a spectacle. It's an event now playoff games. You know, they're getting 40, 50 million people and those are fans, but you're, you're more than doubling that. And I think if you put cost barrier behind that, I'm just, I I, I don't know what you make off of that versus the, the, the downside of of viewers, but you are, I, I would have to believe that there is a significant drop when you put something on
0: pay-per-view. Well, they went they they did have the one game and everybody went kicking and screaming to Peacock.
1: This yeah. year it was streaming. And then like 30 million people Watched
0: it, yeah, about twenty
3: five. And now
1: we're going to get another one because they yeah. announced there will be an Amazon one That's next right. year as well. But so. again, there's a big That's difference
3: right. between twenty five
0: and fifty. Oh, big time! And fifty to one hundred and twenty.
3: But well, it's like they, they're putting
1: their toe in the water, though, and they're they're seeing how much yeah. they can get no, away with. Almost,
0: they're definitely doing it. And and there is a difference, obviously, in twenty five and one hundred and twenty five. At the same time, there's a huge difference between free and you know that game and the Super Bowl. Wow. I mean, it's it like you said, it's a spectacle, and people watch it together. They watch it at parties. You know, is it something that? You know, somebody, a household pays 100 and then a no. bunch of people come over and they no. chip in. Like, I don't know how they would structure it, but uh, there's an article that had John Skipper, who is the old ESPN che- head cheese, mm-hmm. and he is quoted in here. It says, um, A pay per view Super Bowl. John Skipper, the former ESPN boss, now the co founder and CEO of Metal Arc Media, raised the possibility in an interview almost as casual, almost as a casual thought bubble. Uh, But he has since grown more bullish. He said, quote, the more I think it through, the more I think it actually will happen sooner than I expected, Mm. because it makes great financial sense. As sports rights go up, you're going to see the people who buy sports rights look for other ways to rationalize the acquisition. They're going to have to do that by figuring out smart ways to help their overall business, including the transition to streaming.
3: So when you're talking like CBS and these people that are pumping in, you know, billions of dollars a year to own the rights to the NFL. So... Is that Then the NFL isn't making money off that CBS. CBS is like, look, okay, we're paying you $3 billion. But just so you know, as part of this, we're putting this on pay-per-view. And then when it goes on pay-per-view, does CBS still have the balls to charge $12 million for a 30-second spot? So we're paying pay-per-view and we have to sit through all the commercials and the rest of that crap too?
0: Right. And they're saying that the current deal runs through like 2033. So anything that they did before that, they would have to... Talk it out. The league would have to get behind that, but you know the next deal—that certainly could be negotiated in there.
3: Well, I mean, certainly the the entertainment model has changed so much even over the last five years, and we know where it's heading. And like you said, cable TV is dying, but now we're reintroducing cable as streaming bundles. I would never say never to anything. I, I just I wonder if this is a bridge too far. But if there's enough money in it, they'll sacrifice viewers for money. Um, but you yeah, you, but I you, also you think ain't getting 120 million people that are gonna that that are that are tuning into a pay-per-view event.
0: I don't think you would get 120 million to pay, but I think you would still get the same eyeballs. Mm. Like people watch that game. That's a huge it's a huge deal and they know it. But the question is, is how do you you know everybody watches it at parties or bars yeah. or like it's a very strange thing. It's not just individual households yeah. you know like if it were that simple the question then becomes well you're sitting at home ready to watch the super bowl how much are you paying to get it up on your screen
3: i just know that whenever in the in the past that things have gone exclusively to pay per view you know it's 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 really hurt um i mean it's hurt the audience for boxing it's hurt the audience for um remember like the when the olympics tried that with the, the you know the the triple cast back in the day I don't know. That's just if well, why, some if someone could do it, the NFL. I just
0: yeah, uh, they could. Why does the NBA or I mean, uh, why does MMA and boxing stay pay per view?
3: It's the only way they can they can get the the purses big enough because there's just not enough interest out there. They're they're niche sports. So when you're talking about guys, you know that are that are wanting to make you know, in the case of boxing, more so than, than MMA, but, you know, you're, you're talking about making just huge money. I mean, Floyd, at, at his peak, was making, you know, $100 million. And and even now, some of the, the bigger fighters, you know, the Canellos of the world, they're making $45, 50000000 a fight. The only way that you can raise that kind of dough is through pay-per-view, because there's just not a big enough audience. You don't have anyone willing to pay media rights for that. I mean, the NFL and NBA get away with that because people pay billions for their media rights. But hmm. UFC has an event you know, every, a big pay-per-view every, you know, six weeks or so, boxing, maybe have three or four big ones a year that anyone really cares about. And so you, you, the only way to really make that model work is to tap into the diehard fans. You know, if you sell a million pay-per-view buys, man, you're, you're, you're killing it. Think about 1 million people that pay for your, your fight and you charge 70 bucks, you know, a pop. Now you're talking money, but there's just no one that so far has, has ponied up anywhere near the amount of money it would take to get it off pay-per-view. So, that's why the fight game has existed there for years and years, but it's also you talked to 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 everyone that says it's also why those sports have struggled um especially boxing with mainstream uh, popularity because it's it's just really hard to find their fights anywhere. Whereas at least UFC now does the UFC fight nights and the prelim stuff. They have a deal with ESPN now where at least you can see that. And then when it's time to do the big, the, the actual main event cards, then you have to go to pay per view. And, and, and illegal streaming is still a big deal for those guys because they get hit with it. Dana White is bitched about that. And look, I know I'm guilty of that. If it's a fight that I'm not absolutely dying to see and Stream East, and it's free as opposed to 70 bucks and it's not a fight that i necessarily care if i have some glitches or is in the best hd you know i you know, it's it's hard for me to want to pony up 70 bucks to watch that i
0: wonder if the stream easts of the world are in trouble when an entity like the nfl or or other when major pro sports start going pay per view and like trying to really make you pay for their content yeah i wonder if that or
3: does how it, that changes or does it really make them more valuable I mean I'll, I'll be honest I haven't paid for a UFC fight in a long time
0: right but let's talk about NFL if the NFL goes to a model similar to that
3: I would be on stream
0: East well that's what I'm saying like fast. what happens to stream East that like does if it, like it's one thing for stream East to exist when most everything is on still on cable yeah it's another when an it's entity called. like the NFL is really trying to get you to to pay for their product yeah, individually know. do they start i mean i'm sure they get with the feds and yeah try to find a way in trouble try
3: to crack that down
0: so i don't i don't i don't know what that looks like but it's it's the future of television sports yeah. television is really really murky well it was it
3: the the WWE and and which is the parent company like they all the UFC and WWE are into one brand. They just signed to go on uh, Netflix, I believe, for Buku Buku Box. So there's a lot of people that are wondering: Do we get to a point where eventually?
0: So now Netflix is in charge of making sure people don't yeah. get it illegally. Yeah. Right.
3: So are we? And, and are we getting to a point where one of these days the a good chunk of Major League Baseball or or whatever is going to be on Amazon? It's it's the Larry Scott thing. Larry Scott was right. He just was fifteen yeah. years too
0: soon. Well, the MLS is already on Apple, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's, a that's paid a, that's thing. Paid like, subscription. How much you gotta pay for a season of MLS? Uh,
3: I don't know because it's it's Apple and then you have to do the add on, but I don't think it's that much. I wanna say it's like a
0: hundred and something bucks. And then if I watch can I watch them on Stream East? Can I just e, Or is that
3: I have that I don't know. But Stream East has a most lot. most things. Yeah. So you can get you can, I mean, most of what you want can be on there, but you know, when you're watching it there, there's times where in the middle of a game for 15, 20 minutes, bye. It's yep. just gone. Yeah. And then you're like, well, you cross your fingers and hope it comes back. So
0: it is definitely not the most reliable thing.
3: No, other, there's times it works perfectly, and then those are times you're watching and you're like, holy crap. And and you do you don't, just can't get it out. You up. just can't get it. Yeah.
0: Like, you know,
3: can you she, mark that by the said.
0: way? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's Look, what, it's a problem. Like
3: if if it's the Super Bowl. Dude, you got some balls with that many people you know they're going to be you. streaming. You got some balls to say, I'm going to watch that on on an illegal stream.
0: Well, the Which NFL... is why I
3: said if it's an event that I really want to watch, then sometimes you're like, man, I'll, I'll pony up. It's like, you know, but when it's, you know, when you don't really care, I, that's the ones that I have a hard time plunking down yeah. 70 bucks for a fight that I'm wishy-washy on.
0: Well, the NFL TV deal doesn't come up again for a while, so you don't have to worry about this. Right now, yeah, but like John Skipper said, could be sooner than you think.
3: Fifteen bucks a month, by the way, for the MLS pass. On top, how many months? On top, Uh, or ninety-nine bucks for the season.
0: Hundred bucks, I get every game.
3: Yeah, hundred bucks, Mm. ninety-nine per season, and then you have to have that's pretty good. You have to have the whatever the Apple TV. I don't know what that
0: costs, but okay, Super Bowl to pay per view could be sooner than you think. Uh, It is four sixteen. Up next. What a big night, downtown Portland.
2: <laughs> we'll all be there
0: tonight as the Blazers host the top team in the West. I'm going to go to that league. <laughs> My buddy's heading
3: down there just now. I was just uh, talking to him. He stopped by in the lobby. See? And I, I said, why are you going down to this one? He goes, best team in the league. Yeah. You know, okay. And he goes, I heard it on, uh, it's heard on the radio.
0: Well, it's not the best team in the league. It's the best team in the West. In the West. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Uh what's his nuts, Anthony Edwards? <laughs> Good old what's his nuts.
1: Talk to me, Goose. Yeah.
0: Any other players you can name off of that team? Uh Gobert now. They yeah, got a twin oh, tower yeah. Going on. Yeah, there we go. Mr. Covid himself. We're both feverishly googling.
3: Well, remember when the Timberwolves went all in on Gobert and everyone made fun of him? Did
0: they get D'Angelo Russell back? Well they gave up like eight first round picks. No, Russell's still with the
3: Lakers. Isn't oh, is he? Okay. We got
1: Mike Conley. Ah. Oh, really? Okay.
0: <laughs> You're like man. Dude,
3: I mean, I like him. I, I think Anthony Edwards is dinged up too. I'm not certain if he's a full go.
1: Man, I love watching that guy dunk. Though I, I hope he gets to go tonight because that, he's maybe the most entertaining flyer to watch on the floor. I think.
0: Well, as for your Portland Trailblazers, it's, it's hard to know who the hell's gonna play. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're banged up again. Yeah. Well, why are they always so banged up? Well, I think somebody checked the court, the I, practice court. I think I know why they're banged up. Do they practice on turf? Uh, I, for one. Am very excited
3: that again they're getting all the medical attention that they need right now. And I say uh, at this point, don't be heroes. Look, no reason to be heroes. They went through that stretch where they were playing really well. And look what happened. A bunch of people got hurt. So let's not do that anymore. So Brogden's out. Coast this yeah, he's got uh, elbow tendonitis. he been Sharp out Sharp is bit. out. Yes, he's probably out for the year. Uh Scoot is day to day questionable. Simon's is day to day in is Simon's data.
0: gonna play, I heard that's what my sources are telling we'll me see about that and oh. then Duopreath, the most important blazer yes is also gonna play it sounds like it's probable <laughs> Yeah, we'll see so it's
3: a big it's a big tilt down there at moda center
0: all it I is know. a big tilt and you know i just checked the line uh blazers plus seven and a half
3: only seven and a half yeah, huh? that's it is that an anthony edwards thing then we don't know if he's if he's going to go or I don't know. seven tell and a me. half.
0: You're the big NBA sharp
3: over here. Well, I'll tell you what. Play hashtag, some bets on the Blazers. Hashtag fade the Blazers. Seven and a half. Take
0: some of that. Yeah. Take some of that action. Every once in a while, though, they rise up. I know. I don't they're like it. Kind of weird. Makes
3: and... you makes you nervous. I don't. Every now and then, they get a, a weird Has like. Anybody... Let's go out and do this thing.
0: Has anybody put a finger on what that is? Why or is that just the weird ass NBA? It's
1: the weird ass NBA. And look, there's actually some talent. Like I think when... they're trying to cut down on, on travel because people were bitching about back to backs and things like that.
0: What? Huh? Are you even listening to what we're
1: saying? What yeah. Was that? I got confused.
0: Travel. What's that? Huh? <laughs>
3: At least I, I thought I was. I don't think he's no, listening. I got. I got. Uh, confused. Anyway,
0: anyway, uh, I I don't see the status of Anthony Edwards, <laughs> so maybe that is. I just saw that uh, earlier that
3: he was like on the, um, he was day to day like yesterday with that little red designation by his name. So I don't know, but the Blazers have a couple guys like when when Aiton wants to, Aiton can be a beast. When when Grant wants to show up, he can drop forty on you. Same thing with Simons. They've got some guys capable. It's just kind of a it's a ragtag group that again has been littered with injuries and they are playing better under Chauncey Billup. So every now and then, you know, they'll they'll shock you a little bit. You know, they beat Milwaukee, you know, when Dame yeah, came and back. And then
0: they'll be up twenty-three on the worst team in the league and lose.
3: Yeah. They were up by fifteen, like with like twelve minutes to play against the Pistons. They managed to gack that one away. And let me just tell you what, that's a quality loss right there. You know, for a while there, we were getting pretty nervous. And so that's that's big that they managed to pull that one out of the farm. well.
0: If you guys miss tonight's big game, I know it's going to be hard to get in there for this one. They play again on Thursday. Yeah,
3: Vancouver for text line uh, just lost to Detroit. You will see effort tonight. Be
1: careful, public fading them. Yeah. That's Wait, what I was talking about—the fact oh, that the... Timberwolves are in town two yeah. games in a row. I said that. I thought that was the travel thing. I thought that's what you, guys you were wrong.
0: Can I just say that's the whole problem with the NBA is that you have to lose to Detroit in order to see effort. It certainly helps. Get out of here with that. When
1: you
3: get embarrassed by the worst team in the NBA and you blow that lead, yeah, you might get a little, you might get a little in right.
0: your step. So he's saying Blazers plus seven and a half. Yeah, it up. I'm not touching that. No, I won't bet I'm on it. Quietly, anything. just the fade hard. away. Uh, did you see Wemby last night?
3: Yeah, he had a triple double in, in one of those categories, being blocks.
0: Twenty nine minutes, twenty seven points, fourteen reebs, ten blocks, and five assists. Yeah. He was five dimes from a quadruple double. Yeah. It's
3: something ridiculous. That's uh, crazy, dude. meringue was talking about his stats and um, you know, if you, you look at like what Rudy Gobert did during his last run as defensive player of the year. And Wemby steals and blocks are already more, you know, through this many games. And he's not even playing 40 minutes a night than what Go And yet they had. suck. Yeah, they're terrible. But I get that. Outside of the Pistons, they're like the worst team in the league. And they're not playing Wemby. I mean, he's. I think he's playing like 27 minutes a night. They're being real careful. And again, there's no reason for them to be good. It's the same thing with the Blazers. Like, we joke about the over-under, but why do you want to win games at this well, point?
0: I get that. But shouldn't they be better with a player like that? I mean, don't players like that typically buoy? I mean, I'm not saying they should be the tops in the West. I, I just, I mean, they're awful. They, yes. They've won.
3: They are atrocious. I don't. They beat the Blazers, though. I don't really get that. Well, I guess they split them, but in that second one, that was one of those weird, they played here two nights in a row.
0: Because in the NBA, you're, you're just like, one guy, you have one one great player, and it changes everything. Yeah. No, not really.
3: Well, no, but it's it, it really is, a lot of times you get one of these, and, th- and this is how you end up being good, is you get a player. And, like, Oklahoma City did this. Uh, remember, uh... Uh, they did it the the first time around. Remember, because like in like three drafts in a row, they got Durant, Westbrook, and like Harden. The key is to like get a get a, a generational player, suck for another year or two, and put together a couple. You get two or three of those guys, and then before you know it, oh my god, now you've got a young, talented core. Curry, Clay, Draymond. That's how that all was.
0: those yeah. titles that the Oklahoma City team won. Man.
3: I still can't. but They got to one finals and couldn't get it done.
0: So, do you know how many people have uh, have uh, put up a quadruple double? In NBA history? Or, a, yeah, a quadruple-double?
3: I can't imagine it's it's many. I don't know, four, four. or five. Oh, well, there you go.
0: Four dudes.
3: It's got to all be bigs. Nate but-
0: Thurman, Alvin in 19... Well, they didn't keep... So, assists that wasn't even a stat until 1972. Yeah. Okay, so... Or, I'm sorry, blocks. Not assists, but blocks. Um. So, since seventy two, you have uh, Nate Thurman, Alvin Robertson, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon did it twice in the same month. Makes sense. Which is nuts. Yeah. And then uh David Robinson.
3: Oh, well that's, that's it. pretty good company to uh to be in if
0: if Wemby gets one.
3: I mean, he's having an historic rookie uh season. I mean, the dude's a, an absolute freak. As and they're long-
0: saying Wilt did it a bunch, but Probably. they don't they don't count him. It's not official. Yeah.
3: I think Wilt, you know, pretty it, it, if the if the answer to or if you have a question in the NBA about who's done something more than anyone, else, just answer Wilt. Chances are right. Dude's numbers are freaking insane. But, yeah, Wemby's having an historic year. I mean, the the team sucks, but, I mean, he has been everything as advertised, and then some. And they're being really cautious with him, and he hasn't been beat up, he hasn't been hurt, and look, as long as that guy stays healthy, that's the face of the league in three or four years. And I think he's he's just 20 years old. I think he's the same age as Scoot. You know, and and look at what that guy's doing. It's it's freaking ridiculous.
0: All right, well, guys, big one tonight. (laughs) Blazers, T Wolves, the hometown team getting some run here on the show. There you go. How about that? that in- Want to give them a little love.
1: That
3: in depth analysis.
1: Because and then you get Blazers T Wolves again the next game yep. because that's a weird NBA thing.
0: Thursday night, yeah. So that's big week. <laughs> sure. I don't think I don't think that's why are you being such a jerk about this? It's a big game. It I'm is. will go to that lake. It is, it is big. This could be the step tonight
3: better not be the step to 29 wins. I'll, Exa- that's I'll say what I'm that saying right now.
0: This is it tonight. Better they not. take a leap forward tonight with <laughs> Reith hitting 10 threes. <laughs> with this uh, he's we don't even know if he's playing. You know he'll chuck 10 threes. He's probable. He's
1: probable. Probable.
0: All right, in the news is coming up next. Uh more snow coming? Oh, for Pete's sakes. And uh, a bunch of balds are gathering. Are you interested? No, it depends on what's happening. Are
3: we going to rub our heads together? What well, are we doing? Well, I'll
0: tell you about it. Okay. Here's Buck. Please have you along, we really are. Thank you, America.
3: <laughs> yes, thank you, America. And Norway. Don't we have that one dude from Norway that listens? No. Or is it or is that Denmark?
0: Well, those are the ham radio guys.
3: Yeah, we got some dude that like messages though from uh, yeah, but they the don't Scandinavian listen. lands.
0: They, just, they hear they hear like So we're not thanking him? They hear us distantly. Hmm. And they're like, wait a minute, that's the fan. In Portland. Well, I just don't
3: appreciate you sliding God, my Scandinavian sucks. brothers. You're saying, what about Mexico? What about Canada?
0: Huh? We're big with the cartels. Did you think about that? Yeah,
3: the Sinaloa folk? I mean, geez, Rob. Way it is be, uh, February
0: 13, 2024. It's time now for In the News. I'm In the Hello, thank you. Thank you so much. It is World Radio Day. Oh, well, there you go. We are on the radio. See, in the world. Not just the United States. Yeah. Isn't it funny, too, those ham radio guys are out there like, with their rabbit ears, and all they need to do is go on the internet. I know. And you can hear any show you want. Yeah, but
3: they're ready for the apocalypse when the internet goes down.
0: There's also International Pancake Day.
3: Mm. I love a good pancake, but I never eat them.
0: I hate pancakes.
3: I think they're stupid. You hate pancakes? Mm -hmm. It's a bold statement.
0: Never eat them, hate them. The only thing that makes them good would be... Gobs of syrup and butter, but I, mean, I don't. How do you hate a pancake? I, gross. I get not liking a pancake necessarily as like your favorite, but hating. Probably a big day for the International Pancake House, don't you think? On International Pancake Day, or maybe not.
3: Um, yeah, I, you know, if you're gonna get pancakes, don't get them at IHOP. You can go to like a real place and get pancakes that are done
0: like what probably where's a real pancake house go to
3: any nasty little diner and they'll get you a pancake that's the size like a dinner plate and then if you go to like a nice place like La Provence they're gonna do like there's different syrups and there's fruit mixed all in there and you know it's some a nice banana mm. walnut mm. pancake sort of thing they got going on mm. delightful
0: I'll take the fruit without the pancake you son of a bitch
3: what about french toast
0: I'm okay with it huh? It's way better than a pancake. Uh, major snow coming.
3: Here? Or are you talking about mountains? Hmm.
0: Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah,
3: I feel like you're you
0: fear-mongering again. I was. I was trying to get a reaction. And I didn't get one. No. I got a, a rather understated question from well, you. It's
3: very nice out there. And quite frankly, I know you. I think
0: you're you're baiting me into to, to, to poor well, weather. they're saying 20%, perhaps in the valley, 20% chance a sprinkling, a dab, if you will. A round of heavy snowfall is forecast to hit the Cascades and the Columbia River Gorge Wednesday and Thursday.
3: Hard to think that we're getting snow here Wednesday and Thursday when
0: it's so nice today. Expect tough travel over the passes. Mm. Potential for feet of new snow on Mount Hood. Oh, for you you.
3: Some fresh pow-pow. For you bros that like to go shred. Yeah, go up there and get some gnarly uh, some gnarly runs in.
0: Yeah, baby! Snowfall is expected to pick up throughout the afternoon on Wednesday. Continue all day Thursday. And we'll see break by Friday.
3: By the way, uh, Vancouver Ford text line in saying that uh, they believe that on International Pancake Day, you can get a free small stack at IHOP today.
0: Free? Free. They're giving away free pancakes? Free pancakes. Is there a line out the door?
3: Uh, I think pancakes cost like 79 cents in general, so, you know, but people love free.
0: That's what I mean. Like, anything free, people will line up. That's true. Like, oh, my God. I don't
3: know. I, I drive by an IHOP every day uh, on my way to the gym. I can't say that I've ever stopped into said IHOP, but there are times where I see people uh, lined up to get into the IHOP. I can't say I noticed today, but I wasn't aware that it was International Pancake Day. Maybe the roving reporters out there well, can let you us are. know.
0: That's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, I'm also here to inform you of a bunch of balds getting together, and <laughs> I wonder if maybe you'd be interested in that.
3: Please do tell. What as are we doing? As how you're
0: bald? Doing some
3: sort of orgy thing? What are we? Uh, eyes wide shut? Bird masks?
0: It could be an orgy. Um, it is uh, bald eagles gathering in the Willamette Valley. Mm.
3: Seems to be a little awkward.
0: Eagles don't form flocks, as you well know. Yeah, they're isolated creatures. But they can be found in convocations. Ooh, good word. That sometimes draw dozens of them to an area, and right now we have one of those areas. Is it, again, is it for humping bird purposes, or do we know why they're gathering? This is one of the most amazing Oregon wildlife moments. It is atop four-story tall cottonwood trees near Corvallis, where the eagle convocation is drawing up to 100 bald eagles in the treetops each evening, that's
3: badass. Yes. Again, I gotta ask, what are the eagles doing?
0: Well, let's read on together, shall we? Let's a take convocation th- of eagle concubines. I'm
3: assuming that this involves eagle humping. Why else would a bunch of uh, animals that normally like to be on their own all get together for the uprising to plot against us? It's possible. Like the Highlander, there can only be one. Like they're either fighting to the death, or they're just they're in a, an eagle orgy. That's the only reason they they would gather.
0: Well, apparently during the winter a lot of sheep will die for various reasons, and then the carcasses are just left out in the fields and the eagles like that. Yeah. Because they can go eat it. Makes sense. Um, well, I guess this year there are, there's just a bunch of sheep out there, a bunch of dead sheep.
3: So they all get together in one tree... I still don't understand why they they all gather in, like, one area. You would think that there's plenty of trees to spread out in.
0: It says the winter sheep population has grown because farmers have changed the type of grass that they grow for Oregon's grass seed market. Yeah, well, of course. Who doesn't know that? New grasses tolerate winter grazing and allow farmers to make more money. Uh, The increase in sheep brought the increase in eagles. It's an easily accessed food source, and eagles don't have to expend a lot of energy to eat. Hmm.
3: So they're willing to tolerate each other for free meals. So they're picking off the sheep. Makes sense. It's and a I'm, feast. I'm still guessing that eagle humping is going on. If you get a hundred eagles together, you're telling me that like they're not hey, what's up, baby? Like I got some, uh, I got some free sheep meat over here. You want to, uh, you know, a little
1: dine and you know. Now this is going to paint me as a real biological idiot, but do birds do it, or does the one of them just lay the egg and then the male fertilizes it afterwards?
3: I know I know falcons I don't actually know the answer to this. I know
1: falcons do it. They do, do they?
3: Yeah, they do it like in the dive. Like they fly up in oh, the air. Or oh they do
1: the death spiral thing, right? They do the death spiral. They thing, do, the right? spiral.
3: They, yeah. do the, they do the death sex. Hmm. So if falcons do that, I'm assuming that uh, eagles
0: get it on Probably. I just I've just never known. Well, I don't think they have dongs.
1: Well, now I'm looking how they breed.
0: You know. Don't you have to have a dong to? Well, then how
3: do the falcons
1: do it? You no, know, chickens have a vent for everything. Just like—is
0: uh, that what they call it?
1: A vent? It actually has a more. Uh, there's a specific name for that vent on a chicken, but yes, it's a it's a vent.
0: Well, anyway, uh, you don't need. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool. You see a bunch of bald eagles, man. The bald eagles are cool.
3: Yeah. By the way, uh, mating happens by pressing the uh, cloaca together. That there it is. That's the vent, the cloaca. The cloaca. It's also known as the cloacal kiss. The female leans forward while the male will land on her back, and then the female moves all of her tail feathers to one side, and then uh, you know, exposing the old cloaca there. Yeah, and he twists. <laughs> so with what? Well, he presses his against hers. His what? Oh, whatever that is. What was that? His bo- vent. His vent. Yeah. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah, they just uh, you know you get a large venti and uh, you just you rub vents together. <laughs> so indeed. Ah! We asked, do eagles hump? The answer? Yes. Or in this case, spiral rub. I like that she moves the tail. You gotta get those damn tail feathers out of the way. Get them out of there. Slide those off to the side. And I know ducks have uh ducks have two Well oh, uh, they have the corkscrew one too, right? Well the ducks have two vents because you know. apparently ducks uh don't ask permission. The male duck just comes in and like does what he wants. So if the female Wants to breed with that duck, then she lets him use the, the the real one. And if she's not into what he's got going on, she uses the alternate
1: one. And I think he's got different equipment too. I think he has like a corkscrew duck wang thing going on. So, I'm telling you, dude. The bird life—it's a whole thing. Have NAL news.
3: <laughs> now there's a transition.
0: That's coming up next, and uh, further proving stats don't tell the whole story. Does Portland really party? Uh, that coming up on in the news on the fan. <laughs> I'm always amazed uh, our text line. You know, people know a lot of random stuff like yeah. There's always like a guy out there waiting for us. You know, they, he could listen for like 15 years, and he's just waiting for us to talk about like bird vulvas.
3: Yeah, he's waiting for parrot sex, and he's right and there. And all of a
0: sudden, he's just armed. With, he's like, finally, yeah. I can finally text them. Yeah, with my knowledge, or like we're talking about cat taints, and, and there's an
1: expert. Yeah, somebody knows a lot.
0: You guys know a lot of stuff about
1: bird sex. That's Everyone c- has a lane that's very specific to yeah. them, and when they're when their chance to to go yeah. into that lane pops up, they take it. It's those just, tentacles, it's amazing. It's, it's ama- it is
0: yeah.
3: amazing. Man, go for a text line. We had a female parrot for many, many years. She was bonded to me, and she would occasionally back up to me and move her tail feathers out of the way. Hey, now. That's uncomfortable. Like, that's weird. She
1: wanted your, her. B- yeah, your pet's coming on to you.
3: Well, they say that with, like, dolphins. Like, you got to be careful at those dolphin encounters. They tell you, like, don't rub the dolphin on its belly because the dolphin will... You know, take that as a sign. they oh, there are
1: videos out there on Twitter. Dolphins just like at one of those experiences, like a SeaWorld type place. And yeah. they just hop up on the dock and just start going to town on somebody.
3: Yeah, you got to be careful, man. If you put out the wrong vibe with an animal, and that animal's like, hey. What's wrong with that? Well, I, I think it's illegal. <laughs> well, you came on to me. I don't think that's the I way. I was just
0: minding my own business on the dock. <laughs> I don't think that's the way that works.
3: <laughs>
0: Yikes. I was raped. I've seen my octopus teacher. It gets uncomfortable. Proposed Oregon House bill would amend state NIL laws uh, to stop the NCAA from penalizing schools and athletes for NIL activity.
3: Yeah, well, you know the Tennessees in Virginia right now—they yeah. presented closing arguments today. Did you see the NCAA, the, the attorney that absolutely botched that? No. Yeah, they they went up there and the NCAA couldn't properly uh, couldn't properly say the difference between. A collegiate athlete negotiating an NIL uh to go to school, which is illegal, versus negotiating with a school's collective once he gets there, which is legal. Like they couldn't differentiate between the two, and the judge like called him out on it. It was it was pretty bad. Hmm. And by the way, if, if that case goes through and Tennessee and Virginia win that, it basically says that the NCAA has no uh, right to say anything about NIL, and then the floodgates officially just fly open.
0: Well, they're kind of open anyway.
3: Pretty much, but at no least one cares. The NCAA made an attempt to, to do something, and immediately two states were like, "Yeah, I'll see your ass in court."
0: Like Jim Harbaugh didn't care. Yeah, rode that all the way to a title. Pretty much. Yeah, this bill um, is in the Oregon House. It would amend the state's law regarding college athlete name, image, and likeness, and it. What it does is it prohibits the NCAA conferences or any other athletics governing body from taking adverse action against an athlete or school due to actual or alleged violations of the NCAA's rules related to NIL. So
3: what saying, basically what they're saying is they're preemptive. You yeah. do whatever the hell you want right. and the NCAA can go get bent.
0: That's right. They're just saying those NCAA rules that they're talking about, they're telling you about, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. We'll pass the law. Gosh. It's crazy.
3: I just love that we now have states involved in this. And they're all universally against the NCAA.
0: House Bill f- uh, forty-one nineteen, and uh, it was read for the first time last week, and a public hearing was held um, today. All right. Well, so we'll see how that goes.
3: It just seems like that's a weird one for here in Oregon. That seems more like a Bible Belt, Southern sort of thing. I feel like that's a, that's an Alabama thing, not necessarily an Oregon thing. But
0: yeah, we have much bigger fish to fry here.
3: Yes. Well, we got committees and hearings, and you know. Things well, of that nature. The
0: stats don't always tell the whole story. You know that. Absolutely. You're a sports guy. Or so you claim to be. Mm. Um apparently Portland is a great place to party. It was fourth on the list of party cities. Really? Yeah. Fourth? Yeah. Get Behind down. New York, Vegas, New Orleans, and Miami. Sorry, fifth. No. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I know. Well to be fair. <laughs> Those are four great. The cities. The first four are great. It just doesn't feel like. Well, what's like
0: fifth? If those are the, those are clearly the top four party so, cities. So in the yeah, US. you have
3: you said New York, Vegas, yeah. uh, New Orleans, and Miami. Miami. Well, yeah. Los Angeles,
1: L.A. For LA. sure.
3: You telling me that we party harder than Los Angeles? You telling me we party harder than Phoenix? How about Chicago? Chicago. Chicago, Ooh,
0: Chicago does. Chicago is. Chicago wild. throws down. Yeah. Dallas.
3: We go Dallas? harder than Dallas? I don't know, according to this, we go harder than the Dirty South. We go harder than the ATL.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to take Atlanta, right? Right? Look, I've had Nashville. A
3: good, I had a good time down in Atlanta.
1: They throw down Nashville too?
3: Nashville throws down, Memphis throws down. You know, sneaky if you want to go down to Florida and have a good Tampa. I'm telling you, Tampa uh, you can find whatever you want down in Tampa. Ybor City is uh is interesting. Like where do we even Like what well, do we what do we got? We got this like this
0: this is what I'm saying like they're looking at they're just looking at numbers like they don't actually go to these cities and party because if you did you'd be like dude Portland's not hot (laughs) it's just not like what they're looking at bars per 100,000 people and we have a lot. We do have a lot of bars. Uh, it, apparently, Portland ranks second behind Vegas in bars per capita. That makes sense. Did you sense. know that? No,
3: but it makes sense. I, I mean, didn't they, know that. They say that about strip. Like, we have a lot of strip clubs. We have a lot of bars.
0: And the average hotel price per night is not that high because mm-hmm. we get a lot of crappy-ass hotels, apparently. Sure. So they they added that in there.
3: Like, I'm telling you, and, and I know things have gotten a little bit better, but, dude, there's times, where, like, we leave we leave a game or whatever, and, like, you have to go searching for a bar that's open past, like, 1230. Totally. Like, it's, totally. Like, it's like 1 in the
1: morning, and you can't find... You can't be a top-five party city if that's, that's the case. Right. That's
3: we like, Really, we're, we're shutting down? Like, there's, like, you can go down, like, on uh, Burnside, and they've got, like, one Euro stand, and there's a line around the corner because it's the only thing open at 1245. That and Voodoo Donuts. Yeah,
0: it's... Yeah, anybody that's ever been through that in downtown Portland—that's obnoxious.
3: It's the most frustrating thing in the yeah. world. Be like, "Hey, where are we going?" And then you just like, I don't well, know. I guess we, we're going you, home. Guess we're going home. We got to find some place
0: that's that's open. It just shouldn't be that way. Cause like, but yeah, they're basing this off of just number of bars, average hotel and drink prices, activities available. Eh, it's it's come on. Well, if you're if we're
3: going out, like, is the is, is are you just going down to like that little entertainment, like the the Chinatown there, where you've got like that little strip that they shut down?
0: I'm not going down there.
3: No, but I'm saying, is that like.
0: That's probably the most vibrant for, that, the, for the youngs. Right, like for the young, that's where all the clubs are. Is, yeah,
3: that's where you're heading like that compared but I think to
0: what South the inner southeast down down there is good. There's a lot of good bars. Like I think better bars down there. Yeah. You know, and restaurants and stuff, but mm. you know, I just and then you have Big Al's. Well,
3: yeah, head head to Big Al's. <laughs> two two convenient locations. But, I mean, everyone else has, like, a big, like, all these other cities. Like, San Diego has the gas lamp. Like, you can just walk around there. Denver has Lodo. You can take the their, uh, their transit for, you know, for, for a couple of miles and end up wherever you want down there. I just don't think that we have a good, like, central, hey, what do you want to do tonight? Let's just go hang out XYZ down in the city.
0: Yeah, like I said, southeast, you go inner southeast, there's some good stuff. Like, you, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. And you're going to eat a nice meal. But it's not... I don't know, Portland's a little bit more neighborhoody vibe, you know? Yeah. We got uh, cheap fentanyl.
3: Don't have to worry about that.
0: I feel like you don't have to pay for fentanyl. I mean, like, cheap. I think,
3: I think it just comes, yeah, it, it's, it, just, it, it's like a BOGO, you buy it's the a her- bonus. you buy the coke the and the built-in heroin, cost and you get
0: the, you get the fentanyl for
3: free. It's
1: added. It's like the cost of living tax that gets thrown in for, uh, oh, okay. you know, restaurant people. A lot of value there. Free
0: Narcan, too, and tents. Masters Pete is in, you know, he's old. He says, Palm Springs parties. Is Palm Springs throw down? He's down in Palm Springs, yeah. For the yeah, olds? I think it's, you know, it yeah. used to be pretty sleepy. I think it's pretty fun now, Palm Springs.
3: I've only been down to Palm Springs once, and we didn't, like, we you know, we didn't yeah. venture out too much into the... Well,
0: look, if you're looking for Vegas, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Go to Vegas. But yeah. Palm Springs is fun. All right. It's, uh, it's made a comeback.
3: I prefer Yakima, which is the Palm Springs of Washington. Ooh,
0: <laughs> speaking of fentanyl.
3: They do say that. Like, there's a sign when you drive through Yakima that says the Palm Springs of Wa- of Washington. <laughs> they try to. They try well, to. Put, based they, on what? Yeah. I don't know. I just know when you're driving through Yakima, there is a sign that it's the Palm Springs of of Washington. I don't know why that is. Couldn't tell you. Are they sister cities? I find Yakima to be one of the most depressing places I've ever driven through, but it's it's there.
0: Oh, we've talked about this before. I just forgot. Uh, the Palm Springs of Washington sign might not be the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Yakima, but the billboard that has come to define the region has some rather simple origins. Uh, the sign has stood for decades. The purpose of the sign, says its owner Gary Lucart, was to bring people from the Seattle area to Yakima because this is the Palm Springs of Washington. And simply put, uh, he just want. it's like the smaller town outside of the bigger town. Okay. That you go to To get away Boy I I don't know where I, You're going to Yakima There's a skating rink I know that
3: My son goes there To ice skate He's He's got that going for him But other than that And I he says
0: know. it's sunnier There than Seattle Sure Which I think every place Is sunnier than Seattle Probably So he's touting that so are,
3: are people really Flocking from Seattle Like hey what are you Doing this weekend
0: Yakima I think it's the place to be Rough go. Although I don't see it on this party. We're hitting the Palm Springs of Washington. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, That's it. That's it. It's over. You get no more news until tomorrow, February 13, 2024. Uh, Coming up next, the hot, very hot five at five, a banging night at the Moda Center. The Giants add some guy to their lineup. And uh, we've got some college football news next on The Fan.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.